0: Hello, my name is Michael and you're listening to Forever Sound Version, a video game music podcast. and welcome to episode number 33 of this podcast that you are listening to right now forever sound version the video game music podcast from out of newcastle in england my name is michael and today i am joined by the all-star veteran of (laughs) of of this podcast john Baldessera, is here hello how's it going yeah i'm good how are you doing
1: i'm very happy to be back it's yeah. nice to have you back. Yeah, yeah, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, it's, it's been a good couple of weeks playing through a lot of games, but no no RPGs, really. So mm. I'm looking forward to kind of maybe getting in the mood for another one of those, and I think this might do the trick. Good. Okay, yeah. well, maybe perhaps
0: one of these games we'll be covering tonight Yeah. could uh, inspire you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go and play Ghost Lion. <laughs> Ghost <laughs> straight Lion. Straight after this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that track has played us in. Ghost Lion on the NES. Uh, released in 1989 by the company Kemco. Mm. Not to be confused with the instant coffee makers, <laughs> yeah. Kemco. Not them, but uh, Kemco. Uh, the composer was Hiroyuki Masuno, and that was the title theme. Uh, so this is a new one to you, Ghost live. Yeah, I've never heard of this game before. Right. Uh, it's kind of new to me as well, should be told. <laughs> yeah. um, this is a top-down RPG. Uh, okay, yeah. tr- traditional sort of layout in that regard. Yeah female protagonist called Maria mm. and uh, we've just seen the uh, cover artwork it's, uh, for this game it's impressive <laughs> yeah so we're seeing a, we're seeing a lion that may or may not be a ghost
1: I would lion. assume it
0: is. Looks. is I'm just going to guess looks pretty ghostly it's all grey mm. and looks a bit haunted mm. and there's a lady who I assume is Maria clutching a sword she's got a it looks a lot like the master sword from Zelda it does kind of the shape of the hilters yeah <laughs> yeah this is a really impressive piece of artwork <laughs> it's so composition, ch- yeah. check it out you got a good yeah. composition <laughs> so yeah uh the game wasn't particularly well received from what i've seen of it online but uh it does boast some interesting quirks especially for the time including uh, a system a battle system where you summon ghosts to assist you mm-hmm. in battle rather than rolling with a party okay uh you kind of uh on an ad hoc basis, summon these spirits that you encounter in the game. So that's a kind of interesting idea, keeping the ghost teeth yeah. rolling on that one. And uh, that RPG style theme, a title theme, sounds rather familiar. Yeah, a lot like Final Fantasy, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty clear inspiration there. I think it's, yeah, it's
0: fairly transparent for my money. Uh, the arpeggios going up and down yeah. in a kind of <laughs> cyclical kind of manner. But um, if you're gonna copy someone, you may as well copy the best. Copy the best, yeah. <laughs> precisely. Well, this is kind of—it's kind of handy that it, it does this in a way for this episode because um, this is a, a podcast episode about RPG music, music mm. from RPGs, uh, deep cuts. I think we'll call it like uh, definitely your side of things.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Well, here's the thing: like a lot of what a lot of what you're familiar with, and a lot of what you pick. Yeah. is uh is going to be fairly deep to me because although I do I I will claim to be a fan of the genre of games yeah in in all it, truth be told uh, it goes not too much further beyond Final Fantasy for me. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like which, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. That's of course. A fantastic yeah, yeah. series. I do um, love the idea of a good RPG, and I've played a
1: few, but yeah. but you're the connoisseur. I, I play, I spend a lot of time <laughs> playing <laughs> RPGs, especially on the Japanese side of things. So yeah, RPGs. hopefully I brought some stuff that people enjoy. And mm. I think all of the games that I've picked, are while not always contemporary, there's kind of, ports or like new-ish versions of them available like on current platforms for people to jump into. I so see. hopefully it'll inspire some people to check these games out. Great. Well, uh, yeah, they're good. it's good stuff.
0: <laughs> well, at least one of these titles that you've brought along is a game that I understand I probably should check out at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. But we'll get
1: into that later on. Yeah, won't for sure. We? Yeah. Let's have some more music. Uh, what have you got for your first pick? Okay, so first off, um, I've got something from a safe, well, what was originally a Sega Saturn game from 1997. Um, It's kind of a spin-off from the Shin Megami Tensei series, Ah. which, like, the the whole idea of Shin Megami Tensei uh, as, like, an overarching franchise was when it came out, when it started in the early, or the late 80s, sorry, it was kind of trying to set itself apart from the likes of, like, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. by having a more contemporary setting. Um, Most of the games, like, post-apocalyptic, the early ones, and then this particular one was an offshoot um, which kind of focused on like a more cyberpunk kind of setting. Oh, okay. interesting. A lot of a lot of like very early mid-90s internet kind of slang gets thrown around <sighs> in it. There's like a virtual chat room that you go to and like a lot of the gameplay is based there. And it's like about like a sh- like in true cyberpunk fashion, it's like a shady corporation trying to steal people's hearts and minds and souls through use Ooh. of this virtual chat room thing. Pretty crazy. So yeah, the title of the game is Devil Summoner Soul Hackers. Um... And it was released in the West only recently in 2013, I think, for mm. the 3DS. Um, just, like, kind of like a slightly enhanced re- port rather than a remake. Right. Um, with, like, some new art and voice acting and things. Uh, and it was released under the Shin Megami Tensei banner here, much like Persona, which... Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which in the original Japanese releases were just called Devil Summoner and Persona. Uh, I got you. Yeah. Whereas they put, like, the little umbrella franchise name mm. on it for the Western release. So, yeah... Um, i think this tracks cyberpunk through and through uh i think oh, I <laughs> wait. it definitely sets the tone this is from like a very early dungeon in the game if not the first dungeon yeah it is the first dungeon okay uh and it's called algon ns building vision oh. quest all right let's go <laughs>
0: we just had Devil Summoner Soul Hackers. Uh that was the game. The track was Algon NS Building Vision Quest composed by three composers for this game, right? Yeah. That's uh, Toshiko Tasaki, Tsukasa Masuko and Shoji Maguro yeah. who is heavily involved in the Persona franchise.
1: Yeah, sure. He's one of like the three core members of the Persona like the Persona team and yeah, he does all of the soundtracks for those games. And I think he directed the second game, maybe, or a remake of the second game. But uh, yeah, what did you think of that? That was great. It sounds very—I uh want to
0: say Depeche Mode, I think. But yeah. But there's a in, in terms of a pure VGM outlook on it. And, well, also with what you were saying about the cyberpunk theme and oh, all yeah. that, it, it also kind of reminds me of the Shadowrun games.
2: Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, I
0: can see that. There was, like, a, a Mega Drive game and a mm-hmm. Snares game, which are completely different titles with yeah. completely different soundtracks, but the feel seems sort of consistent with that. Yeah. Like, but- very down-tempo,
1: uh, vaguely... Quasi futuristic kind of thing. Going sure, on. sure. I think a lot of the soundtrack kind of follows that general like that general mood. Uh, but there's a couple of tracks like later in the game where it gets like most Shin Megami Tensei Drive games gets more involved in the apocalypse and angels and demons and all that kind of stuff mm. that the series is known for. Where where the music changes accordingly a bit, but I think it still right. still remains kind of tonally similar. Ultimately.
0: Sure, yeah. So it's like a, that kind of hybrid of. Uh,
1: of uh futuristic themes and fantasy themes yeah pretty much yeah yeah like Mm. the whole thing with the mega the shin megami tensei uh franchise is that you kind of like recruit these demons uh some of them like are pretty cutie looking like pokemon style things and then some of Mm -hmm. them are like lucifer (laughs) so it kind of kind of ranges from Mm, little cute things to that and uh yeah you kind of like recruit them to your team and uh in a lot of the games including this one they act as party members like Persona's, like, pretty much the same way as Right, well. right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, they normally set in contemporary settings or near future, like this game. And, yeah, it's a, if you've never checked out the franchise, it's fantastic. I think this game's a really good place to start with being on a 3DS. Right. Really yeah. readily available. And then Persona's the one for me, of course. <laughs> the Persona course, franchise. Yes. <laughs> Indeed it is. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I keep hearing about this series, uh, just more broadly through uh, other people who run... Podcasts of yeah. this of this sort, so yeah. this, there appears to be a lot of good stuff coming out of these games. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I need to get my hands dirty with these because I really yes. enjoyed that track. <laughs> so there's plenty more of this came from stylistically, presumably. Oh, like, so in this game, one hundred percent. Yeah, Nice. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love it. Excellent stuff. Well, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be copying that soundtrack. Great, yeah. one way or another. After <laughs> yeah. this episode's recorded. Um, all right, I'm gonna take a bit of a left turn, but also another another Sega. Another okay. another title that came out on a Sega platform yes. initially, and uh, what well, platform as well? Yes, indeed. I can't speak to the title, but the platform. <laughs> well, we'll Beautiful. we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. So, he's a he's a game that. i I haven't played it i haven't played this game at all um i I, I did a bit of digging really i thought let's make let's put a couple of obscure ones in here right (laughs) this is a dragon riders chronicles of pern Mm. on the sega dreamcast (laughs) now this came out in 2001 uh ubisoft were responsible for it and uh this is an action rpg so not like a a traditional uh jrpg sort of thing um that's another game that wasn't all that well received by critics but the soundtrack i think it's a pretty solid soundtrack from what i've heard uh uh, this is i think this is kind of my favorite track in terms of its prevailing atmosphere and all that okay um and this is a game based on a series of sci-fi novels by an author named ann McCaffrey. Uh, from what I understand, this game's
1: worth a look if you're a fan of the novels. My mom loves these novels. Right? Really? Yeah, they're like all over my house. I've never never read one in my life, ah. but yeah, my mom loves these books. Okay. If only, if only I'd known this game existed when, well, when I was a young boy playing the Dreamcast. Maybe she can get back into it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she could. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the
0: game itself, in isolation, probably isn't all that much good but uh <laughs> if you're a fan of the if you're a fan of the books then plenty to get you you sink your teeth into in yeah. terms of the plot and all that so you know any uh, any dragon riders fans out there who aren't aware of this title you're welcome basically. <laughs> so yeah let's have a song from it uh, the composer is Laurent Pas- parisi is that right yeah Laurent parisi and the track is called danger action and i say that that way because it's danger question mark action exclamation mark it's a good title it's a tremendous yeah. title so let's have it then
1: Danger Action <laughs> from Dragon Riders. That was very Chron- <laughs> slow reaction. I was reading something on my notes, so I
0: wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I got you there. Sorry about that. Danger Action Dragon Riders Chronicles of Pern on the Sega Dreamcast 2001. Now, this isn't my normal kind of thing as far as listening to game music goes I don't I don't really buy into too much orchestral stuff I find a lot of it to be fairly uninteresting I would agree but uh, this one uh, I was quite taken with this I, I like how uh, how the uh, suspense and tension kind of builds uh,
1: quite patiently but it doesn't like outstay its welcome as a whole track. Yeah, it's like throughout the first part of the song, you're wondering, is there any danger? Mm. And then when it kicks in, you're like, oh, there's oh, action! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there must be danger if there's some action. Yeah, it's crystal clear.
0: It's wonderful. Yeah, just the little percussion, kind of militaristic drumming figures in there. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course, bearing yeah. it forward. I've got a lot of time for this. Uh, have you actually read any of those books then? Since I
1: have not, no. Okay, no, no. right, right. Not, right. not a big fan of. Hmm. But, Although I love JRPGs. Like outside of that, the whole high fantasy thing does mm-hmm. like like a don't have any time for Game of Thrones or even Lord of the Rings. Like it's right. just, it doesn't um, do much for me. You I'm know? much the same. Yeah, nothing against it. But.
2: Yeah,
0: I make certain exceptions as far as games go, but that's because the games are good. Yeah, like the
1: Legend of Zelda is just yeah good, and yeah, it has its own look. Yeah. Right,
2: right. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. I, I, I don't know. It, mm. I don't know.
1: I've got nothing good nice to say, so I may as well move on. About yeah, the not... <laughs> wow. about the genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's not yeah. annoy anybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, nothing against it either.
0: With this being a Dreamcast game, it kind of occurred to me that uh, I haven't played much, if anything, from this uh,
1: much-cherished console on this podcast so far. I mean, you brought Ikaruga in that last yeah. battle we did. Yeah, and I plan to bring some more Dreamcast jams. Like, the Dreamcast was a really special console to me. Like right? mm. I-, I was lucky enough to get one around the time it came out, and... Like Shenmue especially, kind uh, of, man, that, <laughs> that game means a lot to me. And and stuff like Soul Calibur, and even Sonic Adventure in its day I really enjoyed. I don't okay. know if that holds up so well. But yeah, a lot of very fun memories of that console. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, kind of sad the way it went.
0: Um, I mean, Sega, you were saying earlier uh, that Sega's enjoying some kind of resurgence
1: now with its software. and I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like the Yakuza series, from what I understand, uh, has always been really, really strong but uh, they've released like two games in that franchise this year that have kind of had real critical acclaim in the West for the first time Mm. and like decent sales and stuff and then they bought Atlas recently as well so they're that's pretty of got, shrewd. Yeah, <laughs> they've got an extremely solid uh, developer under the belt now. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think I think they're making some good choices now. I'd, we'll never see another the console from them, but uh, that's okay though. Yeah, that's fine. I think we'll see some nice stuff over the, few, over the next few yeah. years. Yeah, that is a zero game. Incidentally,
2: yeah. uh, we've
0: probably talked about this I th- I before. Think, yeah, <laughs> like, it, it bears repeating. Like I was really, really happy yeah, to mine. see that game in action. It it feels as though they've got one step. Like in the present, like just making good games that are up to scratch. But also, they're integrating some of their uh, earlier titles like Space Harrier yeah, and yeah. OutRun and
1: all that. The, uh, what, what's the latest Virtua Fighter game? I don't know if it's five or six for PS3. Uh, but anyway, the new Yakuza game that came out in Japan recently and comes out early next year uh, in the UK and America and Europe um, mm. has a full arcade cabinet, Inside the arcade, the virtual arcade or whatever, with a full working version of Virtua Fighter Six or the, whatever the most recent oh, one is, man. like a full PS3 game inside the PS4 game, which you can also play online, which is man, it's pretty insane. Yes, <laughs> Along with it's Outrun and everything else, it's accelerating, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, yeah, it's great, incredible. Okay, um, that's where we are. Yeah. And that Sonic Mania game, that Sega put out recently, might be pretty
0: mm.
2: good too. Yeah,
0: on the pre-alpha podcast, yeah. of which John is one half. Yes, uh, on the, there was one episode recently where you were saying, "Hey, I've seen it. it I think it's cool," but I, you weren't.
1: I did actually play it. In the you end. did play it. Yeah, right. but not the whole thing. Just the first few stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just borrowed a copy, and yeah, the Sonic gameplay just doesn't do it for me anymore. But uh-huh. uh, my, my brother like really enjoyed that game, and mm. visually, and the, like uh, the music and everything like that. Well worth checking out. Some really cool boss fights, stuff like that. Right. If you're a Sonic fan, like you must play this game, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. there's a
0: glowing endorsement right there. I'm yeah. going to give it a go. And the soundtrack, yes, I do need to spend some time with that and see uh, see what they're bringing to the table these days. Yeah. How about another pick from you, then?
1: Yeah, we should probably get back on track instead of just Talking about <laughs> gushing about Sega. Sega for the yeah. next hour. Sega. Um, right, yes, so the next track is from a game called... The Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, first chapter, Ooh. or FC as it's often abbreviated to. FC. Um, so yeah, this is this game was like a long, like there's a long-running franchise from Falcom called The Legend of Heroes, which kind of existed alongside Ys, uh, which ah. is kind of like the action RPG series that, mm. that I'm sure you're familiar with. Well, I yes. know you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this series is a lot more traditionally turn-based, and Trails in the Sky is kind of like a sub-series within the series, uh, and... It's just kind of like a really light, nice, adventurous anime. Uh, anime, sorry. Uh, RPG, very anime influenced art style. I can see why you would say that. Yeah, um, it's kind of in tone. It's kind of reminiscent of something like Luna or Luna. I'm not sure how you pronounce mm-hmm. that. The the old Mega CD game. Mm-hmm. So it's like just really likable characters, really light and fluffy. Uh, I mean, there's, there's some dark stuff in there, like some good story stuff as well. But like, generally speaking, like pretty pretty playful as far as. Uh, modern rpgs go okay so yeah because the first one was a bit cyberpunk i thought i'd pick something a bit more traditional for the second uh, one nice so yeah uh this track's called path to depending on where you which translation you read uh some of them say liberal some of them say liberal some like it's probably pronounced liberal or something like that yeah. it's like the name of a city basically in the game uh so yeah it's kind of like a world map-esque track got you Path to Librel. Yeah, liberal <laughs> This one says Libel. Libel. Well, or libel oh, yeah. Libel. Yeah, not libel. <laughs> but Yes, but that's how it's spelled. Path to Libel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's We're get this. We're all going to get sued after this. We're on the Path to Libel. Let's path go. to Libel. Yeah. Who are the composers for this one? <laughs> the composers are... It's another team of three ah, people. So. Is it the Falcom Sound Team? It's
2: the Falcom Sound
1: Team. The Falcom team? That's correct, Sound Team. Yeah. So we got Hayato, Sonoda, Wataru, Ishibashi... Uh, Ishibashi, uh, takahide Muragama. So excellent. Yeah. Let's let's get into this. Yeah, let's do it. It seems to change according to translation and according to release. Uh, This game originally came out in 2004 uh, on the PC in Japan. Mm -hmm. uh, A rare Japanese PC game I suppose. Uh, And then eventually came out in the West uh, on PSP in 2011 and then there was Uh. a Steam release a few years ago as well. So it's also pretty easy to get. Sure. I don't think it'll require much of a PC to run. It's like a pretty simplistic. It's like isometric. I mean, it ran on a P, on a PSP, so right, <laughs> it's, right. it's not going to be too intensive. Yeah. I, I think go. it's worth checking out though. It's it's a really nice
2: mm. game. Yeah,
0: yeah, so if that tracks anything to go by, then we are looking at some traditional RPG very sort much, of business. Very uh, much, yeah. It reminds me of a uh, reminds me of the map theme from an early Final Fantasy game, but it'll I'm not sure which, which one. one. Yeah. Possibly three maybe maybe i mean maybe. it's uh obviously with more voices involved more instruments yeah, playing course, at once similar uh, tone definitely certainly like the kind of a cheery uh bright and breezy nobuo yuomatsu
1: yeah i can see that sort of style definitely, but here
0: in the uh, Falcom sound team tackle something like that
1: and pull it off is uh no real surprise yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the well-versed in uh and that kind of thing, for sure. I mean, the, I've never really checked out the rest of that franchise, like the overarching one, Legend of Heroes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of those games. They've had some practice. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah very nice
0: stuff. Uh, okay, I'm going to go into... Um, oh, wow, you're not going to believe it. Another
1: Sega title.
0: This what, is what have a, we
1: done? Is this all coincidence? Uh, I,
0: I, well, it is, I think. Yeah. But hey, we're on a real roll with the with the Sega stuff. <laughs> Nothing like um, that. It's uh, again a little bit of a, a little bit of a deep pick. I just couldn't help myself, <laughs> but at least I've actually played this one. That's good. I've spent okay. some time with this one, <laughs> and um, this is an odd one. It's a Game Gear game, so yeah. I know what you're thinking: a Game Gear game. Get your batteries ready. It's also an RPG. Yeah. So yeah. the Game Gear is well known for having a particularly pathetic battery yeah, life, definitely. and RPGs are known for taking up quite a lot of your time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, God maybe only not knows. The, maybe not the most well-suited game for this platform. You wouldn't have thought but, so. You wouldn't have thought yeah. so. And yet here it is, uh, an RPG for the Game Gear. Axe Battler, a legend of Golden Axe. Mm. That's right. A Golden Axe RPG. Yeah. There exists a Golden Axe <laughs> RPG from 1992. Um, and yet yeah, for the most part, it kind of plays like a fairly ordinary RPG uh, although when you enter like an encounter, a battle, it's kind of like a a two D side scrolling take mm. on Golden Axes combat. Ah, okay, interesting. So you are Axe Battler, the eponymous Axe Battler mm. who uh, doesn't actually wield an axe. I don't believe, <laughs> unless I'm getting that wrong. But yeah, anyway, uh, you're you battles people
1: with axes. Maybe
0: that is plausible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, amongst other things, and you're going from side to side waving your own sword around and you have some basic magic as well just like in golden Axe, just like in the uh, arcade titles uh which is quite nice so in that regard it is somewhat comparable to the second zelda game Mm. on the nes so you have that more action style encounter yeah it's a little bit like that uh and it's you know it's not too bad it's it's quite a charming title this one yeah uh Again, odd that it's on a game gear, but I have seen a <laughs> like a long play video on YouTube of someone tackling this game, and it it looks like you can nail this one in an hour if All right. you really know what you're doing. So they don't with have it. to pause it to change the batteries in the middle No, <laughs> no <laughs> nothing like nothing that. Nothing like that, yeah, which is which is a good thing. That would be pretty good though. Yeah. I, I mean I haven't finished it yet myself, but I've spent some time with it and it's obviously quite flawed, but it's fun. It's it's just interesting that they thought enough of golden axes, like crossover potential, to attempt <laughs> yeah.
1: something like Where's this. The Streets with it? of Rage RPG—that's the, that's oh the real question. Oh my god! I'm telling you, man. Like <sighs> I would play that in a the, heartbeat. Oh. The Yakuza team. This is my idea. Right. The Yakuza team should do like an 80s set, New York Streets of Rage, Yakuza <sighs> style RPG. Like, how amazing would that be? I'd probably. Like, really cheesy, full-on 80s action movie style. Yep. Same kind of tone as Yakuza, but in the West. It'd Be fantastic. Yeah get, yeah,
0: get get your Yuzo Kashiro on board to do exactly. the soundtrack, yeah, yeah. but with like real synthes- yeah. you know eighty
1: synthesizers, mm-hmm. drum machines. The, the gameplay translates pretty well. You just- you just eat chicken oh, instead of ramen. It'll be fine. Yep. yep. Yeah. Smash before <laughs> and a chicken. Yeah. yeah brilliant. And easy. chicken. Then
0: you. Yeah. Man, you're sitting on like a million pounds with I'm this. Not. I'm idea. gonna,
1: I'm gonna go and be a producer at Sega with all of my credentials. Like randomly saying like, stupid ideas on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be good enough for them at this point. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Amazing. Wow. That, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a not even that
0: bad an idea. Yeah. Sorry to distract this podcast. With no, it's to talk again. But, it's great. You know. That's, that's kind of why you're here, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Axe Battler a legend of golden axe we're going to hear the track wilderness which if i remember rightly is the sort of free roaming basic map music all right nice yeah it's it's the it's the you call it
1: the field music you can often judge an rpg by it's field music i, f- I find well uh, so final fantasy 6 is maybe the best <laughs> that is a good one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a variation
0: on Terror's theme isn't yeah it? that's yeah, right that's a yeah. Really it's a really nice beautiful. track that mm. well listen to Wilderness and, and you tell me what you think the RPG's like okay then that All sounds right. like a good idea composer yeah. is Kesuke Sukahara From an RPG game that was Wilderness from Axe Battler, A Legend of Golden Axe on the Sega Game Gear, composed by Keisuki Tsukahara, 1992,
1: Sega. What'd you make of that one? Yeah, it was really nice. Um, at the same time, uh, you were showing me some footage of the game on mm, YouTube. That's right. And it, it's a really kind of nice-looking game. I kind of often forget the capabilities the Game Gear had, despite its Various shortcomings. Yeah. Wasn't a like, bad system. Yeah, not at all. Like it looked, it looked like a really nice game and really unique with the whole, uh, the whole kind of like random battles, but the random battles playing kind of like traditional Gold Max. Mm. Like that, that was re- really kind of cool
0: looking. I think yeah, it's a smart, smart take on it. Yeah, and the music itself, like uh, the Game Gear, basically had the same capabilities sound wise as the Master System. Sure. So f- you're hearing three PSG channels and one yeah. noise channel. So the noise channel invariably take care of the percussion, like a some take on a snare. I'm like Yeah. Just like a blast of noise on the twos and fours. That's all you need. That's all you
1: yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like as, as a world map theme. Yeah. It sounded like a world map theme from that era and sure it is. That's that's great. <laughs> Can't yeah. complain there. Yeah. Had like a slightly slightly melancholic
0: tone to it at times which is you know, a yeah. little bittersweet moment yeah. it's always going to score you extra
1: points for me when it comes down to uh... I think you're going to like the next song oh. <laughs> I think you're going to like the next song as okay. far as map- melancholic uh, world map themes go oh wow so, uh, well with that said
0: yeah let's have it then what, yeah, okay. what's your third and final pick
1: so um this one's an action RPG actually okay. uh, from an action RPG that came out earlier this year um, a game called Neo Automata uh-huh. which is, uh, ps4 and pc release directed by yoko taro who is kind of quickly becoming the new kojima hideo kojima in a lot of in, in my eyes at least seeming like a kind of author. yeah with very specific ways to tell a story uh, lots of fourth wall break and stuff going on and just kind of his own way of doing things uh, i don't really want to say much about the game past like its general concept so it's Fair actually enough. it's actually a sequel to uh, a game called Nia, which came out like the PS3 360 generation. Mm-hmm. I've never played that game, unfortunately, but it's like a very morose, like sad, <laughs> really depressing Ooh. game in a lot of ways. Okay. And this game follows in its footsteps in a lot of ways. It's it's also, the original it was also a spinoff of the Drakengard series from the PS2 era. Ah, like going back a bit there then. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like the same directors kind of like shepherded this weird i don't even know if you call it a franchise i suppose it is there's overarching like plot lines and things like that that mm. run through but this game's really weird it's like kind of oppressively sad in some ways um <laughs> like it's it's kind of like totally really interesting it, it, it's about basically androids who are defending the earth from these robots and the robots are created by aliens And the androids were created by the remnants of humanity, who now live on the moon. (laughs) So, it sounds pretty ridiculous. What's happened between now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was, like, some massive plague or something like that. Like, I actually know what the answer is, but I I won't say. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Let's not go there. Yeah. (laughs) The more left unsaid, the better. Good. But, uh, yeah, like, it sounds pretty stupid, but it kind of goes a lot deeper than where you think it's going to go. Because on its surface, it's like, oh, it's going to be, what does it mean to be an android? Can androids be people too? That's pretty oh, played out though, eh? Yeah, and it does tackle those themes at first, but it goes way further and way deeper than I could have imagined. And it's, you should really play this game if you ever yeah. get a chance. It's really interesting. Um, the but combat yeah. is also great. It's done by Platinum, who's a shooter who did like Bayonetta and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so very competent. Uh yeah. Uh, there's not really much more to say about the game I think we should maybe dive in at the song yeah by all means yeah, I mean, uh, I've got high hopes for this yeah shall uh, we cover composers and stuff after do you think or yeah
2: let's
0: do yeah, that let's yeah let's do it Yeah. what's the title of the song it's called City Ruins Shade City Ruins Shade yes from Near Automata that's right yeah We just had City Ruins Shade from Near Automata. That was beautiful. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was yeah. really,
1: really nice. Yeah. Um, lots well, to get into there. Yeah, absolutely. Like the whole game has a lot of music like this, like a lot of vocals. Um, the language that the uh, vocalist is singing in is actually a made up language, which is ah. derived from French. Oh, and, not similar uh, then. Yeah, not similar. <laughs> no. And uh, the vocalist herself actually uh, kind of created the language for us, oh, which is pretty cool. Okay, okay. Well, I don't know if she created a language, but you know what I mean. She yeah, wrote the yeah. lyrics Interesting. Uh, in this French-derived, made-up language. Ah, see, I really that's couldn't cool. call it at all. I thought, well, that's definitely not English, and I don't think it's Japanese. But what, yeah. is that European or what? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah it's pretty interesting. Huh. Uh, yeah, so the song overall, it was composed by... Keiichi Okabe, who kind of did it together with his his kind of like development team or his composition team or his studio—I don't know what you'd really call it. Right. Uh, he basically has a, a team called the Monica Team, which Monica. Uh, I think traditionally, like, has worked on anime in the past uh, since the early two thousands, but they've been collaborating with Square Enix, uh, who published this game here and there recently. I think they've done a song for Final, F- some Final Fantasy mobile game or some Final Fantasy Fifteen DLC okay. or something as well. Um, So, yeah, hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more of them in the future. Oh, great. I'm pretty sure they did the uh, music for the original Mirror as well. Or he did, at least. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, there's lots of really interesting things to say about the music in this game. I think the most interesting stuff, I won't tell you. Because I think... Yeah, it's pretty impactful uh, when it actually plays out, if you ever get the chance to play it.
0: I've heard this I've, um, from yourself, yeah. from others going, uh, you need to play this game if you want to feel something.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so the music's like really dynamic a lot of the time. So it's kind of like a semi open world game, uh, a lot of exploration and stuff like that. And when you kind of, it's, re- it's really small because of budget constraints, but the kind of get round this, by having the transition to new areas feel really kind of like natural. So what'll happen is like all of the music will slowly drop out till you're only left with vocals, which sounds really haunting and eerie a lot of the time and is really effective. And then as you transition into a new area, like there's a desert area for example next to the city where this music's from. Okay. And the vocals will still be going, then the desert music will slowly come in instrument all uh kind of track by track, stem by stem, until it builds up and you're in this new area. And it's just, like, incredibly effective and kind of under the budget constraints that this game clearly had, it kind of creates, like, a amazing sense of, like, atmosphere. Sure. That's kind of, like, kind of unrivaled in these days, I think.
0: Yeah, well, here's yeah. the thing. I mean, this sort of approach to... um composing game music and, and having it uh, unfold like that it's it's not particularly new but yeah. it's cool that they can um, find new ways of using that idea yeah, and that yeah. technology and, and having it tie in so well with what's actually happening on yeah. the screen I mean you say it's dynamic in terms of you know the dynamic loops kind of thing that you yeah. you allude to there, but it's, I mean, just looking at even looking at the waveform on the screen here as well <laughs> yeah. listen to it, you can the tell. Song itself, yeah. You know, it, it's not just like in the red the whole time. Yeah, from as, as if it, it was some kind of nonsense title. You know, yeah, but it's it's got real, uh, it's got like actual palpable dynamics, like visually yeah, sure. as well as orally, yeah, yeah. like, and uh, and it's played out through the texture, obviously, in terms of how many voices are playing at the same time, but also. It, it does actually get quieter in terms of the individual instruments too like there's there's a lot going on with uh you know just the acting out the drama by keeping things quiet then absolutely like it's it. it, really nice it
1: really does remind me of of like final fantasy 7 a lot the way the soundtrack goes like uh, there's okay. a lot of tracks in the game that give me the same vibe as something like anxious heart you know, from, uh, from
2: uh,
1: our <laughs> joint favourite track, I think. I think so. Um yeah, there's like a lot of that. And I don't know, it's hard to say much about Nier without totally spoiling it. Okay. But it's just a really beautiful game in a lot of ways. And I highly recommend that you play it. So, like if you're right. interested in RPGs or just action games to be honest, because the combat's mm. a lot of fun, even if even if that's what you get in for, um, by the end I think it's it's kind of like a remarkable game.
0: Well, it's very firmly yeah. on my uh, on my list of games to play when I get my act together and yeah. stop playing on nothing but my C64. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time, this time. So in 25 years, you might get rather. Oh, I'll, I'll do it one of these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's wonderful, yeah. Well, speaking of the C64, I'll keep this brief, mm. but uh, seeing as though this is an, uh, an RPG focus, uh, you know, people still make games for the C64. And, yeah. And, and there's... RPGs being made, would you believe? That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, I actually found a game called Penultimate Fantasy, which is uh, a fairly blatant ripoff of of the first Final Fantasy <laughs> game. I uh, like it. But you know, it's down to the blue windows with the. Uh, with the action prompts <laughs> yeah, in there and sure. everything. And uh, there's a, cu- a couple more games in the works that I've seen that hopefully one day I'll be able to do a, a, a C64 RPG episode about. Yeah, it's, it's, that it's some way off, but hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's just like a. It's a genre that seems to well, obviously it spans 8 bit, 16 yeah.
1: bit, 32 bit, blah blah, yeah. whatever. It, it, it just keeps on going on, and like it, it does evolve here and there. Like Nia's is vastly different from like the likes of like Final Fantasy or whatever, right? But Dragon Quest XI just came out in Japan two months ago, and it's Dragon Quest, like <laughs> you sure, know, yeah, yeah. it hasn't changed,
0: <laughs> of course, and yeah. it's East for that matter.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Just
0: saw a little bit of that over at your house. Oh yeah, that. that's right. Yeah, it was like a demo, wasn't it? Yeah, I, so, I need to actually yeah. get my hands on that eventually.
1: Yeah. But uh, there's a lot, there's a lot out at the minute. Yeah,
0: yeah. RPGs, uh, I do love them, but they just take so much time. <laughs> really do so much time. Yeah. So, uh, but at the very least, I will be uh, dipping into these soundtracks, uh, seeing what we have. What to love that? Yeah, indeed. All right, uh, we're just about done. I've got one more track, but mm. before we get into that, I'll uh, I'll do the usual uh, usual housekeeping kind of business. If you'd like to get in touch with me, uh, you can email me at foreversoundversion at gmail.com Uh, so give me a shout if you want to uh i don't know ask some questions or put me right on things i'm getting wrong (laughs) stuff like that or even suggest an episode focus if you're uh, that way inclined uh you can like this podcast on facebook at facebook.com slash forever sound version and you can also follow me on twitter the handle is fsv podcast and that account is mostly me taking photos of my TV whilst playing uh, <laughs> emulated games and things like that. And the last one was actually... Uh, I was playing uh, Street Fighter, the movie, the oh, game. Man. <laughs> yeah, for, for the Sega Saturn. And the soundtrack's kind of nice in places, actually. So yeah. maybe I'll cover some of that sometime. But, oh, boy. <laughs> Not a good game? It's it's funny because yeah. it's stuck in that rut of, of like, digitised... Uh, what. What would you call it? Like digitized photography. Oh, like graphics. the Mortal Kombat style. Like Mortal yeah, Kombat yeah, and all got that. you, got you, got you. But yeah. it's, um, it's just seeing. I, I think it's still Van Damme who's playing Guile in the,
1: in the game as well as <laughs> the Kylie movie, Minogue as Cammy and all that. Yeah, yeah right. But in, in
0: the story mode, you you have to play as Guile. So there's this really jerky approximation of Van Damme throwing c- clumsy sonic booms oh, over to the most sarcastic-looking Sagat I've ever seen. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, I've been having fun with that online recently, so check check out that account
1: if you want to see some of that nonsense. That sounds okay, uh, yeah.
0: How about you? I, I guess you have things to
1: plug, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, still going on with the Pre-Alpha podcast, as you alluded to before. So, mm. yeah, you can find that on iTunes and on like your usual podcast feeds and, and things like that. So that's been a lot of fun. I think we recorded one the other day well we did but I don't know if it'll go up because we were both quite intoxicated so oh, we'll, do see. It. we'll see how that, turns do out. It. So
0: it's, that yeah. it's not like we've ever done that yeah. on <laughs> podcast is it
1: yeah Um, and then um at john is cool 88 on twitter the immortal handle yeah i'm, I'm not getting rid of us i well, why I'm, would you yeah you should live with your mistakes you should learn from them and keep going so oh, yeah no mistake there. <laughs> fantastic
0: uh, so yeah that's about it all right thanks a lot john um yeah thanks for having me no much appreciated as ever it's it's cool uh, uh to have you back just uh well, for many reasons i mean i haven't had a guest on in the flesh since the last battle which admittedly was a real march to the sea yeah of, of an episode <laughs> man there's gonna be another
1: battle right we're gonna do yeah, this again yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to get that trophy off Michael I feel like I've sabotaged myself by playing that Mia song though because I was originally going to bring that to the last battle, and I was like, eh, I'll save it, I'll save oh, it. But I'm I'm sure you've got... I had to share it with the world. That was more important than victory. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, that's very noble of you. <laughs> I'm sure you have plenty more firepower, so don't worry too much about that. But yeah, it's, it's been nice to get get a guest back on, and who better than, than John, the OG guest of the show. And also just Thank kicking you your much. brains about RPG soundtracks, because I know there's so much stuff. I mean, this, this only scratches... It doesn't even scratch the surface. Actually, there's no. tons old and new of soundtracks to, yeah. Get, yeah, to get into. And with, and with that said, I think we have time for one more track. And um, I'm doing it again. I'm, I'm afraid I've, I've gone out of my way. He's <laughs> at it again. This is a stupid <laughs> game no one's heard of. And this is um, this is Deathbringer. You have to admit that's a pretty that's, nasty title. It's, it's great. Yeah, Deathbringer. <laughs> and this was released on uh, the Sharp. X sixty eight thousand. Yeah. Although it did also find its way to the uh, the PC eighty eight, PC ninety eight, Sega CD, and TurboGrafx CD. So platforms that weren't really a thing here in the UK. Yeah, not but, so much. But never mind. Uh, yeah. This is an RPG uh, released in nineteen eighty nine, and it's a curious thing. It's um, it's very like manga heavy on the artwork okay. yeah. style. So it it's kind of familiar. Uh, I suppose around that time, especially on systems like the uh, x68000 Mm. and the pc88 you get a lot of manga looking kind of games absolutely sometimes it's some pretty ugly stuff you don't really want to see too much like the adult games this isn't
1: one of them (laughs) yeah well we're going to Japan next year and uh, you're gonna take me to those basements, Yeah, I'll take. Jump. I'll take you to the basements of Akihabara, and you'll see some ugly stuff, man.
2: Oh, <laughs> That's no. all I'll say.
1: That's all I'll say. <laughs> oh, holy smokes! I'm not sure I'm ready for this. Nah, I'm still not ready. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Deathbringer's uh, not not quite that bad. I mean, I think I think yeah. it does get a bit violent in places. But what yeah. do you expect from a game called yeah. Deathbringer? Yeah, right? it's, yeah. Got a, it's got it. A... You're kind of asking for it. Yeah. And uh, it's also got uh, a day and night cycle integrated into the gameplay, it's which... 4, 4D, like Shenmue, that's pretty impressive. For 89, that strikes yeah. me as quite an uh, innovative thing. Yeah, absolutely, that's cool. Time. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look into this one a bit more. Uh, the soundtrack, it's a, it's a mixed bag, but I've picked an ending theme, uh, which I think is fairly appropriate. composers are Shinobu Ogawa and Tenepe Sato, and uh, this track is called Last Odyssey Ending. So... With the X68000, you're getting a lot of SM, FM synthesis uh, playing some some decidedly whimsical stuff. You finished nice. the game. You didn't die. I mean, you you I mean, brought maybe death. You, are you the Death Ringer or are I you don't killing know. the Death bringer. Maybe you did and die. And
1: therefore being a Death Ringer also. Uh,
0: who can say? But I don't know. Both interpretations work for the yeah. track, I think. <laughs> See for yourself. Uh, this has been Forever Sound Version, episode 33. Thanks again, John. Thanks for having me. We'll see you next week for some uh, some Japan karaoke party nonsense. Yeah, it's going to be house. good. It's going to be good. And uh and listeners, you stay stay tuned for more episodes. Hoping to have something a bit special planned for the end of this month, so keep an eye out for that. Ah. All right. All the best for now.
1: See ya.